Hello, and welcome to episode 62 of My Circus, My Monkeys. Today, we're going to be exploring our blind spots. Now, we've talked about how our talents can show up as weaknesses before, but I want to talk about it in a different way, because when we don't know where these weaknesses are, they are our blind spots. In other words, they're showing up, getting in our way, and we don't even know about it. And that can waste time, energy, and even have a negative impact on our relationships. So stay tuned. You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Ann Brackett, the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University. Okay, so in other episodes, we've talked about how our talents can show up as strengths or weaknesses. So just to review, when we use our talents in a way that is productive, aka, this is my goal, this is my objective, and my talents are helping me get there, then those talents are showing up as a strength. When we're using our talents and it's getting in our way, in other words, here's my objective, here's my goal, and here my talents are showing up in a way that's not very helpful. And it's keeping me from getting where I want to go as effectively as possible. Then that is a talent showing up as a weakness. And we've definitely talked about in other episodes, paying attention and seeing what you can do to find those weaknesses. Because when you find how your talents are showing up as weaknesses, then suddenly you have some great information that you can go back in and reestablish some new habits that help you be more productive. And again, productive is just hitting that goal, reaching those objectives without a lot of wasted time or energy. So fantastic. But I just want to talk about that in a slightly different way to help you understand what happens when you don't pay attention. So if we don't know how our talents are showing up, there's huge potential for blind spots. And if your talents are showing up as strengths 100% of the time, not really an issue. In other words, your talents are doing everything they can every day to help you meet your goals and objectives. They're not getting in the way. They're not impacting your productivity. So fantastic. But the vast majority of us, that's not a thing. Instead, we have these things going on behind the scenes that we're not even aware of and are constantly causing us frustration, loss of energy, loss of time, and even loss of relationships. And so today I really want to focus on understanding what those blind spots can cost you and how you can identify them so you can get where you need to go more effectively. So I'm going to give you a few examples of what I'm talking about. And these are probably familiar if you've listened to other episodes. Me and paper towels. 
I don't know if you've listened to me talk about my paper towel problem, but on campus, if there was any sort of crisis emergency, I had no problem making a quick decision on what to do. And I did so confidently. If I had to go pick out paper towels at Target, I was a hot mess. And I would get to the Target aisle, paper towels. I needed some, a pretty benign problem. But my input would hijack my brain and get all excited about all these little data points so it could get a list of information that could be useful so Strategic could help me decide what the best paper towel was to buy. And of course, if you've ever been in a paper towel aisle, there are all sorts of options. You can get a two-pack, 10-pack, 20-pack, different designs on them. Are they the big sheets or the small sheets? And now Bounty even has quarter sheets. Oh my gosh. So many data points. What's on sale? What's the cost per sheet? Everything. So before I understood what was happening, I was just frustrated at myself. And my friends were frustrated at me. I I know I've said this before. It got to the point where if I didn't know exactly what I wanted from Target, my friends would refuse to go with me because I would get caught in the paper towel aisle or the shampoo aisle or whatever it is, unable to make a decision because input had hijacked my brain. And again, before I took Clifton Strengths, I had no idea what was going on with me other than it was extremely frustrating and absolutely 100% a waste of my time and energy. So at that point, it was a blind spot for me and a very painful one. Like I really wondered what was wrong with me. So I took Clifton Strengths and it took a little bit of self-reflection and kind of working through what could be going on until I figured it out. Once I figured it out, it wasn't a blind spot anymore and I could act to make changes. So now picking out paper towels with Anne is a lovely process, or at least not a stressful process. Now that's an example of a blind spot impacting me personally and not counting my friends because they stopped going with me really didn't impact other people. Now here's another example that I've used That definitely did impact other people. And again, when I first started doing this, it was a blind spot. I didn't know how my talents were showing up and I didn't know how and I didn't know that they were showing up in a way that was negatively impacting my relationship with my staff. Red flag campaign. And again, I'll just do a quick synopsis if you haven't heard it or just as a reminder. Every year we would do a week of activities around domestic violence, dating violence, and how you could educate yourself and help others or help yourself. Every year, month before, a couple weeks before, hey staff, red flag week's coming up. What should we do? This is what we did last year. What can we do differently? And again, this was my ideation leading and ideation, creativity, thinking of new ways to do things, combining things in new different ways. So what I was looking for was really a bunch of new events, new ads, new activities that we could use to educate students. And I would get incredibly frustrated because my team would say things like, last year we had red shirts with white writing. Maybe this year we could have black shirts with red writing. Or last year we had red velvet cookies. What if we had red velvet cupcakes? And 
in my head, I would be like, what is wrong with these people? This is not different in any way. Why are they saying these things? So I would look at them and pause and say, yes, that's true. What else could we do? And they would look back at me and give one or two more suggestions that were similar. In other words, just slight variations on things we'd done previously. And I would again say, okay, what else? And we would go back and forth. And I didn't realize the stress this was causing both of us because again, blind spot. Eventually, I figured out what I was doing. So my blind spot ceased to be blind. And I realized that for the outcome that I needed, the goal we had, which was helping people understand what to do in these situations, new and different didn't matter. We could do the same thing over and over again because it was, it was supposed to remind students, remind everyone, oh yes, this is what you do. It didn't have to look different. And having cupcakes instead of cookies was perfectly acceptable. Once I realized this blind spot, I could ask once, what do you want to do for Red Flag Campaign? This is what we did last year. And they could name the things that they'd been naming all the years before. And I would say, sounds great. I was less stressed. They were less stressed. We got it done without a lot of stress and back and forth. But again, until I identified that blind spot, it was causing problems for both of us. And just so we don't focus all on me, other people have blind spots too. My friend has activator high. And I think I've used this example in some other episodes as well. But she can only stand to talk about something for so long. And then someone needs to take charge and do it. And I knew, and other people knew, that if you just waited, if there was a task or a new project or whatever that you didn't want to do, or you were just trying to figure out like, well, I don't know the best way, whatever, she would just all of a sudden say, okay, I'll just do it. And to this day, I don't know if she knows about this blind spot. I'm afraid of what she'll do if I bring it up. Or she might say, yeah, I know that's a problem. But because this is something that she has going on, this blind spot, she signs up for a bunch of things. She volunteers to do extra work that she doesn't need to do. It's not actually her responsibility, but she has this huge amount of things to do on her to-do list, in part because she's not aware of how her activator is showing up. And so she has no system to bypass that. She doesn't even know that she needs to create new habits to avoid taking on things that aren't really her responsibility. And that's a specific example, but more generally speaking, people with responsibility often have this blind spot where they just feel responsible. And if someone's not standing up to do something, they kind of take that as, of course, I'm the responsible one, I'll have to do it because no one else is being responsible. And they take on more than they need to take on. And so when we're not aware of our blind spots, it can cost us time, energy, frustration, even self-worth, because I really did question my sanity. And I'm being funny, but not even like, what is wrong with me that I can't go just pick out paper towels, which who cares? They're paper towels. And we all have these frustration points about ourselves, and we get down on ourselves because I keep doing this thing, even though I know it's, it makes no sense. There's no reason for me to do it. And we somehow, we blame ourselves for it and we feel less than. But really, more times than not, when these things happen, 
it's an overuse or an underuse of one of our talents. And if we just take the time to pay attention and do a little self-reflection, we can find these blind spots. And then once we find them, we can take action to change it. Okay, so hopefully this gives you a little different perspective on the cost of not identifying when your talents are showing up as weaknesses. In other words, not knowing what your blind spots are. So what are you going to do? Like blind spots are bad. I've proven my case with my examples. So how do you figure out your blind spots? Well, we've talked about this before, and I really do recommend every day for just a few minutes thinking about how have your talents shown up for you? How have they helped you? And how might they have gotten in your way? If you have woo, maybe, oh, during orientation, it helped me navigate all those students and parents and have a great time. But also, I got caught in a bunch of conversations And so I couldn't go do the paperwork or the behind the scenes work that needed to get done. So I ended up having to stay late or come in early. All those data points are important because after you do it for so long, a week, two weeks, a month, you start to see patterns. And those patterns can help you make decisions about what needs to change. Another thing you can do is watch for other people's reactions. Do you always have a bad interaction with someone? Like, even though, oh, I have a great mood. I'm going to go talk to Becky today. They're going to be so excited about X, Y, Z. And then you go in and you tell them your idea and they just give you this look. Or they immediately start arguing with whatever point you're trying to make or whatever idea you had. It's very possible that you're leading with one of your talents and that talent is getting in your way. So again, locate those patterns, you know, find out who do I not seem to jive with? Do we say jive anymore? I don't think so. But, you know, who am I not vibing with? I also don't know if we say vibing, but regardless, you know what I mean? In which case, can you go back and think about how your talents are showing up? And is there maybe a different way to approach this individual? Another way is to outright ask people. And of course, in order to do this, you have to have people that you trust and who are willing to be honest with you because it does you no good to talk to just, you know, and especially as a supervisor, like going to each of your people and saying, hey, what can I work on? Or how does my ideation bother you? Because even if you have a good relationship with them, they might feel that pressure of, well, this is my supervisor. I can't just be blunt and say exactly what the problem is, but maybe you have Some, you know, like talking about the Q12 and do I have a best friend at work? Who's your best friend at work? Can you talk to them about it? Maybe your supervisor, if you have that kind of relationship. Maybe there is one or two people on your team or just someone at your level at work you can ask about. Maybe even your significant other, if you know they'll be honest with you. And all of this is to just figure out how are these things showing up in a way that's not serving me, that's not serving others and getting in the way of where I'm trying to go. Because until you identify those blind spots, they're going to get in your way every time. They're going to make you stressed. They're going to make you frustrated. They're possibly going to make you feel worse about yourself, possibly impact your relationship with other people. And none of those things help you with your productivity. They all get in your way. So until you uncover your blind spots, you know, it's kind of like a SWOT analysis on yourself. Until you start paying attention 
and really doing that self-reflection piece, those things are going to get in your way. And as we've talked about in other episodes, we have way too much stuff to do to get sidelined by our weaknesses. And what I mean by that, our talent's showing up as weaknesses. And if you don't know that they're doing it, it's a blind spot. So it is worth your while, no matter how busy you are, to start identifying what those blind spots are because they're costing you time and energy that you don't have and or that could be used for other more beneficial things. So take some time this week and for the next month to really start paying attention to what are my blind spots. Because when you figure that out, you can start taking those next steps to creating new habits that make those talents show up as strengths for you with that person or in that situation. So until next week, stay strong. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track, so we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time, and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th. Go ahead and register now check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest. And that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes. Or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at Anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.